0: Be still. Hi, I'm Stacy Middlebrooks, Inner Power Priestess and Purpose Igniter, best-selling author and soon-to-be PhD. I left a successful corporate career in global HR and global DEI after 25 years to step into the fullness of my purpose and amplify my impact in the world. Now, I use my experience, education, and expertise to help Wayshower women create a life beyond their dreams by moving them from fear to freedom so they can step into the fullness of their gifts without compromising who they are or their standards.
1: And hello, I am Jill Hyman, Dream Life Embodiment Guide and bestselling author. I am a sacred activator of dreams, helping you alchemize your vision into reality. I flirt with life by living in the both and believing you can have it all. As a former collegiate athlete and having spent nearly 20 years in corporate sales, the doing became an easy routine. This is why I now guide powerhouse women to flow from overdrive into purpose-driven. Together, we will bring calm guidance to
0: integrate your spiritual, professional, and personal journey. We help you anchor into
1: what is yours to be and do in this lifetime. You can count on us to engage in raw conversation about our real, authentic experiences. Together, we are the bridge between worlds and beyond barriers. We are taking you on an intuitive journey guided by
0: our higher selves. We'll also be sitting down with some really epic humans, luminaries, who will enlighten us all still is your portal to deepen the
1: integration of you. Thank you for being here. Now let's flow into today's show. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, sister. Hello, hello, hello,
0: sister. Hello, everyone.
1: Y'all, today, it has really been on our heart and I think in the collective for quite some time now. And we are... Taking it as our responsibility, honestly, there are responsibilities that come when you truly listen to the call of your heart and you listen to the call of your soul and what you are up to and should be doing, Mm, remove the word should, that is yours to do (laughs) in this lifetime. And behind the scenes, we've really been chatting around this wounded feminine that you know, if you've been listening in, I know we had an episode quite a few weeks ago around the shadow side of leadership. I think we touched on some of the wounded feminine a bit in that episode. Um, but we're we're gonna dedicate a few shows. This is gonna be um a little mini series of diving into the wounded feminine, what it means to us we're going to talk on different topics within this broad topic just offering our side of it and we'd love to know you know comment below your side of it as we as we dive in and go in on this one but um big topic sister big topic for us that we are dedicating the ample time that it is due to have this conversation
0: absolutely i i also want to share that this topic has been calling to be discussed for quite some time. And even in the comments that we're getting, in the questions that people are asking, they may not be saying, hey, will you talk about the wounded feminine? They're talking about how the woman, wounded feminine actually shows up. And we know it as a oh, That's wounded feminine energy activity behavior. So I feel good that we're answering the call um, of our heart. And we're also answering the call of listeners and viewers who are saying, here's what's going on. You know, what what, what do we do with it? So it is in alignment um, with what we've heard from you. And as Jill mentioned, we'd love to hear your side. And I think even first, I'd love to kick off before we dive in with just. Asking the question for everyone, when you hear this phrase, wounded feminine, like what does that bring up for you? How are you defining that? What does it even mean to you? If you'll drop that in the comments, we'd love to just see where you are with it. And then uh, we can certainly go from there. But first things first, love to just know what everyone thinks it is. And so Jill, I will ask you first, what is wounded feminine for you?
1: Such a such a deep, broad question, which is why we're going to really explore this. For me personally, I don't use the word feminine a lot and I don't use the word masculine a lot. I don't um, necessarily define energies in that way, but I think that in this spirituality world that has been being birthed, that we are f- hearing these this language a lot. And so for me, in regards to wounded feminine, it is talking about the, and this is, you know, for me, how it lands in my body is for those that identify as a woman, it has been the systems and the generational patterns that have led us to believe it is truly a belief that we must show up in our lives in a particular manner, in a particular function, how we present ourselves, the words that come out of our mouths, how we hold our anger, how we hold our sadness. I talk on, I'm touching on those two because I think those are the the most emotions that have been um, suppressed, like really pushed down of like, this is not okay to show. And Because of this, it has been years and years and years of this, we now, unfortunately, are seeing those women maybe in leadership roles, maybe, you know, having a high, I'm thinking corporate America, having a high level responsibility in an organization and not having the tools or the nervous system capacity to hold the responsibility that is on their plate. And then what shows up is a projection of this repression, a um, real toxic and unsafe environment for those that are in that sphere of that individual. Um, So that's kind of like a broad (laughs) overarching how I'm seeing it show up. And it is, I can see it. You can see it. Y'all might be able to see it. But sometimes when you're so in it and you might be around someone that is really in this wounded place, it can come off as, well, what am I doing wrong? It can come off as it's somehow you not showing up in the way that you should be. When the reality is this is, this is the hidden shadows of the energy that's being at work here when it's really on this other person to be doing the work. Um Mm -hmm. yeah that was a that was a that was a whole big one and I can't wait to hear what you how you feel about this topic that we're gonna be diving in on multiple series and episodes.
0: Yeah I I love what you shared Jill it's I echo everything you you said. I I also don't personally consider these energies masculine feminine. I use the language so that I'm having common language that people can identify with. I do consider them energies and they're they're just in the spectrum of energies and they're different polarities. However, to use this language wounded feminine for me it's really it's the unhealthy expression and embodiment of womanhood. Like it's just, yeah, it's it's the shadow side. It's the side that a lot of us, as you described, Jill, a lot of us may see. And innately in our soul, in our heart, like we know something's off. Like we don't even have to know what's going on, but something hits us and we know something's off. And yes, it can cause us to question ourselves um because that is how the programming works that is how the conditioning works right i also see the wounded feminine uh you mentioned anger and sadness yes to that i i would also throw in there fear because wounded feminine expression and embodiment of fear um is is something i think that needs to be brought forward fear is healthy fear is natural <laughs> and um we've been programmed and we've been conditioned that fear has to look a particular way and then it gets judged and, and then it gets dealt with fairly harshly uh, but there are some really healthy ways to hold your own fear and to express and articulate the fear in ways that be that that could be conducive to The solution, the whatever is going on, you know, having the the fix for it, if you will. So for me, the the wounded feminine is real in people. I was like, oh, speak from the the scar and not the wound. Famous. I would love to be able to credit where that actually comes from. I don't have the person's name in mind right now, so forgive me. But I know it's something that a lot of people have heard, and it for me is that it's yeah, this wound is open. And when the wound is open, things are coming out. Blood is coming out, pus, infection, like all these things are happening. So as I think about that as the wounded feminine, it's like, ah, the expression is toxic. It's bloody. It's filled with pus and guile and and things that are not good and healthy and nourishing and supportive. So it's really just the outpouring of what's happening on the inside that is toxic and unhealthy and the good news is it doesn't have to be that way it's not like a wounded feminine is like oh that's just who you are no it's it's how you're showing up
1: yeah i love that you bring in fear and it's almost like the visual of can it's like meeting you're like standing in front if y'all are are watching on youtube right here's here's you, here's the wound, and you're literally meeting this part of you to be like, "Hi, hello, because once you can go in that's that's when then the messages can come out and around, and you can actually hold yourself, heal yourself if you have the right tools. I think then that's the other piece is. The tools. And, and I also, you know, this isn't just happening in the corporate spaces everywhere. I've seen it in, um, God, there's a leadership program I went through last summer, um, or this summer, I whenever I went through it and I was in shock that, mm-hmm. you know, some folks had this title as coach, you know, and it, it's like, it, it doesn't matter what space you're in. This is showing up. And it is, this is a call forward today. And as we're embarking on this little mini journey together with all of you to really call ourselves forward. I mean, I know you are, I'm constantly like checking with my clients and the containers that we hold, like always is this projection coming back to myself. So I am not projecting wherever my current, whatever is currently in my world yeah, as to just be the like slate. Um, to hold whatever's present. But I guess this really is, there's such a, it, it. it's such a, it's such a, I just hold it with such compassion when I recognize it and, and others. And I guess it's like, okay, cool. We can define it. And then what? So yeah. you can understand what this means. You can know I have this open wound that is right here that if i'm in a working okay we'll give an example you're in you're at work we'll just use work i think this is where a lot of examples come from of this you're at work y'all know fire drills right <laughs> fire drill happens there is a project that yes. must be done or the deadline gets pushed or the contract is completely shifted or the whole scope or whatever it might be and it's like in those times is when it can really come forward. When you are Mm -hmm. tested, your nervous system is tested or triggered in a way. So I think it's a good time to go back and maybe just do some inventory. How do I react when things are out of my control?
0: Yeah. I think that's a, a perfect example. And yeah. How do I react? How do I show up? And also speaking to where it, I mean, it shows up everywhere. But let's say you're a woman who isn't in that situation. Like I'm a stay-at-home mom or I'm a wife, I'm a partner. Like, oh yeah, wounded feminine shows up in all of our relationships, (laughs) it's everywhere. And so the common, I think, through line here is when there is pressure, when there are stressors, whether it's work-related, family-related, relationship-related, whatever, how are you showing up? How are you you showing up exactly as you intend in your heart of hearts? Like if you were at your very best, are you showing up at your very best in those moments? Or is there self-doubt? Is there insecurity? Is there rage? Is there unresolved conflict, like all the things that could be there that could really lead the way for the unhealthy version of you to show up, the wounded feminine version of you to show up. When we're aware of what that looks like for us, I think to your point, Jill, earlier, that brings us to a place to be able to have compassion when we see it show up in others. Because we know in our heart of hearts, like I'm a good person. I'm a good human. I I know I'm better than how I'm showing up right now. And despite my best efforts, this is just what happened right now. This is just what it is, right? If you can relate to yourself in such a vulnerable and intimate way, it really does pave the way and and create an opening for you to see when someone, a woman is showing up in her wounded feminine to go, I know that's not intentionally in her heart of hearts, how she wants to show up in the world because we're not designed that way. We're just not. Okay, Mm. can I meet what's coming at me? The rage, the fear, the anger, the insecurity, the shame, the blame, like whatever's coming forward from this wounded feminine space, can I meet it with some compassion? And that doesn't mean succumb to it. That doesn't mean bow to it and shrink in it. Not saying that, but can you meet it First, from a place of compassion and curiosity. And then to Jill, your earlier point, that's when you decide, okay, what are the tools I have to be able to do that for myself and with others? So yeah, it's important to recognize how it shows up in you. And it's important to be able to recognize that as it's showing up in other women, like trusting that that's not how we're hardwired, trusting that there's just wounded feminine energy happening and how do you choose to meet it in that moment and yeah motherhood work relationships all of <sighs> that
1: let's unravel this um the emotional energy of this because i think this is all wrapped into well what is wounded feminine and yeah. i think we're really touching on the three core emotions that are <laughs> We just don't know because we've not been taught. Well, let's just be honest. From early on, uh, it has not been taught how to deal with your rage. I was definitely a tantrum thrower. So much so I remember one time to get attention, I literally made myself pass out um, as a child. So it, it's like not taught how to deal with anger, how to appropriately hold our sadness, and how to be with absolute fear. Instead of like, yeah. you know, maybe it's a, I don't know, like a recital or something. And you are deathly afraid as a child to go play your little recorder. Do, 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 do. And <laughs> not the recorder. To play your little <laughs> recorder. And it's like, go, go. And it's <laughs> like go and you're pushed out on this stage to play this ridiculous little recorder and your little your body's just like i don't want to do this i mean this is where this can start so i think it's important for us to open up these three emotions as this is our first kickoff place here all things wounded feminine
0: yeah i love that (laughs) the
1: recorder wow
0: throwback (laughs) um (laughs) i would I would put in the mix just because I feel like there are going to be some listeners or some, some watchers who may, who may say, what about this? Um, I would throw in there the complexity of shame. Yeah. That, that could come up too. And like with your example, I was the child who was not throwing a tantrum. Oh, no, no. It's brought inward. And, um, it's repressed and like that doesn't go away. <laughs> Time doesn't heal the wound like, oh, I'm no longer angry about that. Yeah, I'm still angry about it. Yeah, I'm angry. Uh and to be in this skin that I'm wrapped in in the world that we live in, black women's anger is not accepted. Black women's anger is demonized and vilified and, <laughs> and that's a whole thing in and of itself. And sometimes that can bring about shame. Sometimes that can bring about like the complete shutdown. It it can express in lots of different ways. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would add shame into that and looking at the different ways you have held anger, mm. because it it probably did start as a child where you told, don't be angry. Like that's, that's not what good girls do. Good girls don't get angry or be quiet. you have no reason to be angry. There is nothing wrong with you in the reality that there is something wrong with me. There is something happening with me and I don't know what to do with it and you're not teaching me how to feel the feelings. You're just not teaching me how to feel the feelings and that is not to blame any parenting or caregiving situation. The reality is most of us are just not equipped to know how to feel the feelings. There's, um, I don't know, I can't quote the research, but it's out there. You can all look it up. But, uh, I was reminded recently in some of my research that the reality is that we're only really feeling the feelings in our nervous system, in our bodies for only about 90 seconds, 90 seconds, give or take it's an average only about 90 seconds. What then takes over is the stories that start to get created about the situation and about the feelings. And so Wounded Feminine can show up in the stories. The Wounded Feminine is not the feeling. It's not the emotion itself. That's the human condition. We do get angry. We do get sad. We do get fearful. We do feel shame. Those are regular and normal. It's the stories that get created afterward that make it feel like this is a perpetual cycle. What's the point of feeling sadness? Forget it, I'll just push it down. I've gotta keep moving. I don't have time to go through all of that. Well, all of that is really only 90 seconds, give or take. So yeah, I would put shame, the complexity of shame in it. And I would also invite everyone to really get clear on your expressions of anger, where they came from and how they were met, how they were dealt with, your expressions of sadness, where they came from how they were met same with fear same with shame and that will show you or at least start to give you some idea of how the wounded feminine energy lives and starts to show up for you
1: i think it's that's such a um a powerful piece and also such a reason why you and i are ishara teachers <laughs> Um, which, if you all want to know, ishtarabody.com. You can learn more, but and message us. Uh, we have some classes coming up. But this is the the thing around emotions and the energetic like frequency that emotions hold is like underneath anger is sadness. Underneath the sadness, the deep root, most often I would say, is shame just in the work that we've done, right? When you're unraveling the onion, then it's that, sadness. What's underneath the sadness? Well, I'm pissed off. <laughs> like it's some anger mm-hmm. or it's the blend of shame and anger because this sadness has been repressed for so long. And yeah. it's, it's like all of them, they're layers. So once you sit with one, You'll be met with, I mean, I sat with my anger for a long time, probably a year in in this Ishtara work and working with my nervous system. And now what's showing up is sadness. Now my sadness feels safe enough because my cover-up was the anger. My cover-up yeah. was the, oh, what's up? <laughs> like oh. mm-hmm. And also being very aware and clear because you and I have been on this path for quite some time together that it was okay for me to show the anger given the body I'm in, the skin I'm in, and we have completely opposite, just knowing your journey now and right. It's like, yeah, Oh, that's fascinating too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, it is fascinating. And it's so funny when we talk about this because it is a blend, right? These emotions are all connected. They're not compartmentalized it's the human experience it's it's all in there and for me through my Ishtara work what was very present is the sadness like deep like ancient <laughs> heavy sadness and i'm just recently maybe in the past i don't know year or so i'm getting to the place of recognizing oh some of that sadness or a lot of that sadness is because of the repressed anger, because of the repressed rage. Like, And so I'm meeting that rage and meeting that anger and holding space for her. And it's so liberating. It's so freeing. And I I can say that doing this Ishtar work, obviously, and doing just a whole lot of work, shadow work, things of, of that nature. I feel really good about how I get to express my anger in the world. I I really am at a place where I trust myself to be angry. I trust myself to be sad. I trust myself to be fearful. I trust myself when shame shows up, like I trust that I know what to do with the feeling and the emotion so that I don't show up from the wounded feminine space. That doesn't mean I'm perfect and I'm on the other side of it and like, ooh, I got that down pat. Mm-hmm. No, I'm probably still going to snap here, say something sarcastic or do that. Um, the difference is I'm consciously aware of when that's happening and I know what to do to go and support myself. And I know how to go to the person or the people that may have been involved and say, hey, listen, that was not the best showing of my heart and my soul and who I really am here's what was really happening. Like, I know how to do that now. And I know how to do it confidently and comfortably. And I also trust myself to completely fall apart. Really trusting that I can put myself back together even better. Like, I really trust that. And that is where, like, we get to meet that wounded feminine with some trust, like helping to develop a trust relationship with her and saying, I got you. Like, I got you. We can do this. There's a different way
1: responsibility. (laughs) Yeah. There's Um, definitely responsibility. Definitely. There's this piece I want to just, just like pin um, around uh, when we were sharing and you were sharing about, you know, having the awareness and having the awareness when someone else might be showing up in this manner, having the awareness when you, us, we, I might be showing up in that manner And I also just really want to put a pin in like, and this behavior is not okay. This is not a thing that you need to just take and take. I'm going to lay down and oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, my boss is showing up this way. My neighbor, the woman across the street is berating every Like, That's Mm -hmm. why we're having this mini series to literally be like, and this is not okay.
0: Yeah, completely, completely. You know, my phrase is always explanation doesn't equal justification. I can understand why you're lashing out, why you're you're berating, why you're Mm. doing all these things. And that doesn't justify the behavior just because I understand it. I know where you're coming from. That means I get to call you forward and say, this is unacceptable. This is not going to work. We don't have a path forward. If you continue down this path, like we, yeah. And so we get to talk about tools as part of the series that we'll do here, but yes, great call out that just because we can see it and be compassionate toward it and understand it even doesn't mean that we justify it and say, oh, she's just wounded feminine expressing right now. And it's okay. It's not okay.
1: That is why we are doing this. She's not getting any sleep, right? right? We're not justifying right. the action. No,
0: no, at all. no, yeah. no. Thank you for, for that yeah. reminder and call out because I could hear people. It was feeling saying, fiery. Are you saying Wait. just let it go, give everybody a pass?
1: <clears throat> no, not at all. Mm. Not at all.
0: <clears throat> no. Explanation is not yeah. justification. Clearly, not, not, not.
1: I love that. Yeah, so you all are in for a little treat of a ride uh, of this yes. series, mini-series, whatever we want to call it here, and you can tune in next week because we are going to be, as Stacy said, sharing tools. Okay, cool. So now we have a definite definition. Maybe you sit with it and reflect. Well, maybe you've not thought about it. Like, what does it really mean for me? How am I showing up? Where are my wounds? we're going to offer some tools. Um, We're going to go deeper into the places like, and how do you handle a boss, a neighbor, maybe a dear friend that is showing up and using you as perhaps a punching bag, not in a literal physical manner, but in a verbal, you know, energetic place. Uh, Yeah. We've got lots in store. We do. I'm so looking
0: forward to all of it. And especially when we get to the part around, oh, I guess I should just say it. Yeah. When we get to the part around boundaries,
1: because again,
0: it, it doesn't justify the behavior just because we understand you do get to create and maintain healthy boundaries for yourself as part of your way of being in the world. And yeah, there's a lot of respect when, when those boundaries are there and there's so much confidence and liberation you give yourself when you can create those healthy boundaries. So I'm really excited about that because I know we get a lot of communication about those kinds of situations where we feel like we're powerless because that person's the authority figure, or that's my husband or my wife or my partner, or it's, you know, the, the mayor of the city is doing this to us, like whatever it is. Yeah. Um. is. You're Always, always, always going to have something accessible to you that can give you a sense of control over a situation and a sense of power. And when I say control over a situation, I mean control over you, how you're showing up in this situation. Uh, So that's going to be fun to dive into that. We hear a lot of that kind of stuff. So
1: join us. Good, good time of year. Mm.
0: We're
1: gonna harvest. We're gonna harvest this. Okay. Well. That is today's uh show. And uh thank you all for being here and being willing to go down this path that uh I don't know, it's talked about, but I'm excited to open really open up the wound in our next conversation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Please join us. I I I would love to hear from all of you. Uh we love getting your comments. So yeah, put your comments in. And if there are you know, struggles you're having that we haven't really brought up, drop them in and we may be able to pull them into the discussion as well. So Mm. thank Thank you you, for being in our community. What an honor it was to spend time with you today. We want to hear from you. Let us know
1: in the comments what topic you desire us to chat on next. If you want more still in your life, head to stilloriginalpodcast.com. If you'd like to see the full video episode, check out our YouTube community at Still Original Podcast. And we would be so grateful for you to share this episode with someone you know it may serve. We will see you next week, same time, same place, and always still. We are powerful.
0: We are magical. We are, yes, we are still, we are powerful and magical, we can be still.